0: and brothers, mamas and papas, boys and girls, and everyone else. Welcome, welcome, welcome yet again to the second episode of TNT, also known as Thoughts and Tea with your girl, T. Me. Yes, that is me. You can get this podcast on Spotify or on my website w w dot i Welcome, welcome, welcome once again. My sister Allison Hines is singing Roll It. Can I take a moment to, you know, just wish all the women, all the mothers, the sisters, the aunties, the little girls, and everyone who identifies as a woman happy International Women's Day? I mean, it's belated right now, but still, y'all are dope as fuck, and I appreciate you. I appreciate the awesomeness that you bring to this world because guess what? Without women, you don't have a word. Period. If you disagree with me, I'm sorry, go and take it up with your ancestors because it is not me that are coming to fight. Do you hear me, so? Yes, thank you. <laughs> Golly, golly roll it gal, roll. Roll it gal, roll gal, roll. Control it gal, roll it gal, roll. Roll it Of course, of course, I had to do a solo. I just I, I just had to do a solo. With that being said, I would like to say that we do a pretty good job at allocating specific Times or months to different minority groups of the world, but for International Women's Day, per se... My question is... (inaudible) How necessary? Don't get me wrong, I'm not downplaying the importance of celebrating our women, but I'm thinking... Uh, have to be just a one-day affair I'm sure most of us will say no it doesn't have to be just something we do on one day but if we're being real if we're being honest with ourselves what do we do on the regular to appreciate the women in our lives it's almost like you know saying that you don't show people love until it's Valentine's Day. I get it. I do. So amazing how this world was made. I wonder if God is a woman. Showing Valentine's Day love, which usually ends up with a lot of pregnancies, and showing love to the women who practically make the world, I think are two different entities. Constant wind that fills my cell. Oh. What a woman. Public service announcement. Please, whoever's boo is brother Shaggy, I beg, hold your man, hold him well because that dude has got it, You, He has got it together. He's already wondering if God is a woman. That's a smart one. I beg, hold him tight. Hold him, hold him. So today, today, what I want to talk about is outside of International Women's Day or the Women's Month, what are we doing as people? What are we doing as individuals, as societies, as systems to uphold and and, and um, put our women on pedestals and treat them like they should be treated? What are we doing? Ain't much good without a woman. What are we doing outside of all the celebratory things? Because, I mean, after 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 this month, what does it mean? Are we done celebrating our women? Are we done treating them fair? Are we done giving them equal pay? Are we done, you know, um, uh, listening to them? Are we done having rights and laws that actually facilitate the growth and development of the woman? Are we done treating her like a doormat? Are we done giving her the short end of the stick? After this day, after, you know, this month, what what then? What next? What are we doing? What are we doing for our women? As I said, after this month is over, after this day is over, what happened? Remember when I told you that on this podcast, I'm not going to just be talking at you because clearly I don't have all the answers. Well... I was able to get a friend who is willing to talk to us about what she thinks we can do as a community, society, as a collective, even individually, to help empower and celebrate and revere the woman. While we wait for her, let's continue to jam on. I will tee you in a bit. Clink! Hello, hello, hello everybody. Welcome again to T, Thoughts and Tea with your girl T. Me? Yes. Pink, like Remember how I told you that I was going to have a friend come? share her views and opinions or what she thinks about how we collectively can um, help empower and elevate the woman. The well, I have some news for you. Almighty Coronavirus decided to show up in the state of Ohio, so <laughs> she decided to stay safe and I, I agree with her. Self-care is a form of warfare. so. I love you, sis, you know I do, but you gotta take care of you. With that in mind, anybody who knows me, eh, knows me, I can talk for Africa, I can talk for America, and I can talk for the world. So guess what, I'm holding this down solo. Yes, I am. For this conversation, I am going to start with one of the most important yet understated ways we can encourage our women. I believe when we change systems and set systems in place to help our women, they will succeed. For instance, did you know that in America, we still have a gap? Men are still making more than women. Even when they're doing the same work, men are still making more than women. This is not a, I hate the man speech, but it's just not fair. What system is in place? What system was put in place to encourage such, such um, a phenomenon? Say when people specialize in a field, men are making two cents more than a woman. Let's say you work 40 hours a week, my sister, and you know, it's 52 weeks in a year. Multiply that by 40, that's 2,080 hours times 2 cents, which is, you know, what you're being deprived of. Honey, that is $41.60. $41 can be for your nail appointment. That's gas money, that's a massage, that's a nice dinner, that's a couple books for your library, that is a couple toys for the kids. Like, even when you're specialized you're losing about $42 a year. School, if you got blue, we got the I think one of the ways we can combat this is to start teaching our baby girls how to negotiate their salaries. Teach the kids how to negotiate. Teach the girls how to negotiate. Don't let them feel bad for wanting their money. If they earned it, then they get it. Hashtag know your worth. We need to teach this at a very elementary level so we don't end up raising queens who think, oh my God, I feel bad for asking for more money. Honey! Honey! If you earned it, you get it. And if they're not willing to pay your worth, you go where they will. Better yet, you set up your own fucking empire. And that's the way we do it. Also, I think as women, we need better sexual and reproductive rights. I mean, think about this. Why do we have a bunch of men in power, sitting down, making the rules about what goes on on the woman's body? Oga, where is your VJJ? Where is it? You have not the slightest idea what goes on with the female anatomy. So why are you the ones making the rules? And honestly, I don't blame them. I don't blame them because they are just going to think about things from their perspective. Unless you're trying to tell me that everybody sitting in in, in, in those, um how do we call those people serve All those legislators and all those lawmakers are actually medical practitioners, which is not the case. There's absolutely no way people who are not women will know what the woman needs. In light of that, we need to make, or the system needs to make it a lot more accessible for women to get into places of power because we know what we need. Everyone else, whoever or however they identify, will not know our needs. So we need to encourage each other. And the system needs to put things in place to facilitate Women rising into places of power. This is not equality I'm calling for, because we can all go for a law degree. I'm calling for equity. Equity. That is when you give different people exactly what they need to be successful. A lot of the time, I think we always confuse the two people. Like equality, equality, equality this. No, what we need is equity. When we talk about systems, systems have for the longest time made it very difficult for women to access proper sexual and reproductive health. In some parts of the world, it's better than others. But in some places, people feel like, oh, if I have sex and I jump, the semen is going to come out of me and I won't be pregnant, which is so misinforming. Some people drink concoctions because they're like, it'll prevent pregnancy. People do all sorts of things to themselves because they're trying to either avoid diseases or pregnancies or repercussions when all of this can be remedied with proper education. So while we're trying to get more women into places of power for legislation to change to favor us, we should also make education, sexual education accessible. There is no shame. The way you go to a doctor if you have high blood pressure or diabetes is the same way you should be able to go to your doctor to talk about, oh, I want to learn more about my sexual health. It's a big part of who we are. A good chunk of us in this world will have sex if we've not already had sex. So why don't we make that education a lot more accessible to more women and more people in general? So when we're talking about systems, this is my tea for the systems. Next topic, the next topic I'm gonna go on or the next group of people is the society. The next category I'm going to be hammering on is society, society, our society. What can we as a society do to empower the woman, to encourage the woman, to make the woman be the best she can be in whatever she chooses to do? First of all, let me say this. I think as humans, one of the beautiful things we have is the power of choice. And if someone is making a choice Whatever it may be, if it is not affecting your life directly, how is it your business? Uncle, auntie, sister, brother, how is it your business? A lot of the time we find ourselves in this cycle judging people, particularly women, because we've set the bar so high, the standards so high, and I don't mean it in a good way. We have all these expectations of the woman, which almost to an extent suffocates her. And makes it difficult for her to express herself as she would like to. So, point number one, society. I beg you. Stop setting standards for women and let the woman define what her standard is and should be. Sadly, a lot of the things women put themselves through or women go through in order to please societies because we have set these standards and we've put these these things as as the norm for what a woman should be like, what a woman should talk like, what a woman should look like, how a woman should carry herself. Excuse you, a woman can do whatever the fuck she wants to do because what she is a person first before she is a woman. If she wants to be prude, let her be prude. If she wants to be boyish, let her be boyish. If she loves other women, leave her be. If she wants to walk outside naked, I mean, if she wants to give herself pneumonia, that's her own problem. Leave her alone. I mean, I'm not encouraging that anyway, but I'm saying you get my point, though. You do. Because all I'm trying to say is we need to stop setting standards for women and telling them what is normal and what is not. Who, 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 de- who determines what normality is? Eh, tell me. Who determines that? The same amount of expression, the freedom of expression that we give to our men. Can we be, you know, a wee bit generous and give that same freedom of expression to women without shaming her for the choices that she makes? While men are being pat on the back for some choices that they make, let's take one of the commonest topics, which I think we all are familiar with, promiscuity. If a man decides to have multiple partners, it's almost like, oh, men do that. You know, a man is going to be a man. But when a woman does that, we call her names. Again, I am not encouraging some choices of behavior. All I am saying is, what is good for the goose is good for the gander. At the end of the day, it comes to one word. Choice. Let us give the woman the same choices or the same freedom to make those choices that they want to make as we give the men. Period. Case closed. Full stop. No one is hurt. Because you know the beautiful thing about choices you have to live with the, the results or you have to live with the consequences of the choices that we make. So I guess society, to some degree, is thinking that they're shielding us by telling us what to do, what not to do, what to wear, what not to wear, you know? Like, take for instance, when a woman is sexually abused or she's raped, like, oh, you were wearing this. No, no, it has nothing to do with what she was wearing. You need to teach the boys to not rape. But, you know, that's a conversation for later. All I'm saying is society should stop trying to think it's protecting us by putting all these rules and these standards on how we should operate. Let us make our own choices. And when we make those choices and it comes with consequences, we will handle those consequences. We will deal with them ourselves because guess what? We have brains. We're human. And we are very capable of comprehending consequences. So if that's what you're worried about, Anne, Bebe, Daddy, in own, making those laws, it's okay, you can relax. We got this. And then one other thing, when we talk about society, I'm even getting a headache thinking about this. How often have we heard people, Tell another woman that, oh, as a woman, you shouldn't be too successful because you're going to scare men away. Hey, auntie, auntie, uncle, ma, pa. Since when? Since when did the peak of a woman's life be having a man again don't get me wrong I am all for love I am all for finding that person who who fits that perfect well there's no perfect but that puzzle piece that complements your life and makes you a better version of yourself I'm all for that but we need to stop drumming into our women's head that they should underachieve in order to find that but now we are shortchanging our women Why? Look, baby girl, sister, mother, auntie, heck, grandma, great-grandma. If you want it, go get it. And if Mr. A is too scared to approach you, guess what? He's not on your level. The right one, the person with whom you vibe on, on that wavelength, will not see you as scary, will not see you as intimidating, will not see you as a threat. They will look at you and they will look at you in awe. They'll look at you in awe like, damn, what a woman. This is a woman. So, society, we, we, as a society, we just need to stop shaming our successful women. We need to stop shaming the women who decide to go all out? And if anything, we need to encourage all women to go all out. Because when you encourage the woman to be better, now there's a standard you've set for the whole community. Everyone looks up to the woman, whether or not we agree. Period. So please, let's love our women some more, and let's 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 not make you know, the social life or the social expectations too hard on their development. Let's leave room for them to be themselves. So now that I've finished giving society a piece of my mind, I'll be a hypocrite to say that as women, sometimes we don't do it to ourselves. I'd be lying. But well, you know what, we are not here to talk about what is wrong. We are talking about what we can do to make it better. Hashtag, I call it, you polish my crown, I polish yours. Mhm. This way we can build queendoms. We will saturate this world with queendoms because guess what, we are more than capable. For me, To all my sisters, my mothers, my baby girls out there, anyone who identifies as a woman, we have to see each other in ourselves. When I look at you, I should see the queen that I am. When I look at you, and if I look at you and I don't see that queen, then it's my duty to ask you, sister, where's your crown? This life, being a woman, is hard enough. You don't need any more competition. And I know probably you guys have heard this being said in different ways, in different forms, but listen. It's one thing to talk about it, and it's always harder to do it. But it's easy when you think of it as working on a project. When you have a group project, you know, and uh, everyone does their part, it's successful. But then if someone doesn't do what they're supposed to do, maybe for circumstances that are out of your control, it shortchanges the group. However, when the group members identify this and they decide to help, you not only get your group project on point, but you actually end up helping the person. Because sometimes all we need is a little help. As human, it's okay for us to not be okay. And if anybody knows what it feels like not being okay, and auntie, I am the first. <laughs> you don't want to see the number of times I just pray, praying for the earth to just open and swallow me. In fact, sometimes I'm like, oh God, let me just get amnesia. I want to just forget my whole life. Let me just forget this life so that <laughs> I can start reality all over again. But unfortunately, that's not the case. As women, when we see that our fellow woman is struggling, let's lend a helping hand. Let's lend a helping hand to her. Let's be that, that anchor, that grounds our fellow sisters, our fellow queens. Let's go out of our way to help our fellow women succeed. There is plenty, room, plenty, plenty room for all of us. And then, again, to my sisters. One of the biggest things that, um, I guess, society uses to define women, or even we used to define ourselves, are our physical appeals. A.K.A. beauty. Sometimes we have to forget that beauty is relative. Beauty really is in the eyes of the beer holder, a sorry, beholder. Because what you think is beautiful or what you think is ideal in another part of the world is not. So instead of us saturating our world with a cookie cutter standard, which really is not the truth, And I'm actually going to hammer the the industry for this, like the fashion industry, multimedia industry, and a lot of stuff because y'all keep perpetrating some some things which are really not true. Like y'all need to stop. But anyway, that's a different argument. That fight, I'll pick it later. But instead of seeing differences, why don't we just see uniqueness? Just because you're different doesn't make you any less beautiful. You know? So let's say hypothetically, I met a fellow queen, and her eyes were lopsided, instead of me seeing that as something funny or something weird or something not pretty, let me see it as uniqueness, as a superpower. Who knows, maybe that lopsided eye is giving her better vision than all of those of you people with normal eyes, aunty? So let us be more accepting of the differences in the name of beauty because, man, life is too short. And society hammers us and ridicules us enough for us to come and ridicule ourselves. There's an African proverb, there's actually a Ghanaian proverb, I think it's in other cultures too, that says, the broom, when you single one out, it breaks. When you tie the whole bunch together and you try to break it, it's unbreakable. So like the broom, we need to be united. We shouldn't single ourselves out like the broomstick because we are very vulnerable and we are very gullible like that. Sisters, brothers, mothers, uncles, aunties, everybody else, celebrating the woman is is an everyday thing, should be an everyday thing. Because women are deserving. As I said before, without the woman, this world is going to shit. Whoever you are, wherever you've been, whatever your story is, remember that you came out of a woman. And (laughs) a woman can be the death of you, so in this month that we're celebrating women, which I think it should be every day anyway. Take a minute, appreciate the woman in your life as often as you can. Thank you all once again for joining me yet on another episode of Thoughts and Tea with your girl, T. Be safe and I will tea you later.